Right. Good morning. Isn't it nice of those that have been able to be here today? I actually quite like it when there's no one here. If it feels, I don't know, friendly or more relaxed. Good, right. Um, so we're going to have our reduced service today. So it should be done by 11.30. If you're good, I might let you home early, but I'm sure you'll all be begging for more. Um, we're not, we haven't got a main talk this morning. We're going to have some group discussion type things, perhaps with some feedback. That's really weird, because the way I sound from here is like a moan as opposed to a sound of excitement. Isn't that weird? Just obviously when it came out of your mouth to when it came to my ear, there must have been something in the acoustics that changed the sound. Um, We are going to start with a little video clip, though. And after the video clip, there's going to be some questions. So, um, particularly those, those children amongst us might want to pay attention. There's not many of you, so you'll have to work extra hard. Um, because I think maybe some of the adults won't know the answers to some of my questions. I don't know the answers to some of my questions, so I really hope you guys do. Um, if you're new today, welcome. Um, over the summer we tend to have a, a slightly different format. Um, so if you're not sure what's going on, really... No one else necessarily is either. Um, good, right, Clive. Or oh, can we lose the lights, please? That was fun, wasn't it? Right. Now I didn't have chance to watch the whole thing, um, so I'm just curious. Let's just do, do some basic questions just to warm us up. Who can tell me what film it is? Aladdin. Good. All those. Well done for those that put your hands up. That's very good. Um, who's the blue man? Genie of the Lamp, full title, well done. Right, someone tell me, what does the blue man do? No hands on Yep, Jamie? Sorry, Cameron, yes, 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 yeah. Three wishes. Right, okay. Now, that, getting them out of the cave... Was that, did that count as his first wish? Does anyone know? No, it didn't. Right, so he got a wish for free. That's very good, right. Now, can someone tell me, hands up, who can tell me what his three wishes were? Does anyone know? Put your hand up if you know. Josiah has an unfair advantage because it's his DVD. Right, Josiah? Well, his first wish to, was to become a prince, and he couldn't speak on his second wish, but the genie knew which wish, wish it was, so, to be rescued from underwater, and his last wish was to free the genie. Oh, to free the genie! How very kind of him. So it's like only one kind of real wish, one emergency wish, and then one philanthropic wish. Oh, a very nice individual. Right. Um, in threes or fours, just groups around where you are, just spend a couple of minute, minutes coming up with some ideas of what, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? 
Well, have you got some good answers? Yeah? Some good answers? Yeah, have you got, got some good answers? Some good ideas? Right. Well, let me draw you back then. So if you had three wishes, if you had a genie in the bottle, who wants to tell me what their three wishes would be? Where are we? Okay, back here. Right. Was that Andy? Um, no negative emotional memories, like disappointment and stuff like that. Uh, for Jesus to come again and... Uh, a secure future for our children and that kind of stuff. Good, good. Very grown up. Good. Anyone else? No? Yes, no? Yes, go on. Go on. To be in the Olympics. Oh, to be in the Olympics. Did would anyone... I'm thinking about being in the Olympics. I'm going to do in four years' time... For ladies, 200 metre rowing. That'd be good. Uh, my first wish would be to have peace within me. Uh, no worries. The second one would be for my children to grow up and be who God has called them to be. And the third one would be to have lots of money, have, <laughs> have the wisdom of how to do it, and uh, of how to use it, and not let it corrupt me. <laughs> Very good. Very good. They all wish to have superpowers. You did. Hey, just I knew you the only ones that wish for superpowers. Hardly might have. Right, okay. Right, Josiah. Well, I will wish to be so rich uh, to take over the world and um, <laughs> and uh, be so invincible and powerful. Okay, so superpowers. Right, Heidi, you were saying yours was... I wish to be like Mary Poppins, to clean and tidy my house to the click of my fingers. That's very good, because in every job there is to be done, there's an element of fun. You find the fun and snap, the job's a game. Well, I can start singing now. And uh, Zachary, did you, what were your three wishes? I'm choosing to find a man doggy. Spider-Man doggy. Awesome, good. <laughs> your three wishes? Jetpack. Okay, good, that's one. Did you have any others? Gold and treasure. Ah, gold and treasure. Good, okay. Right, any other top three wishes? Right, I'll see your hand over there. The only one I can think of to have a big enough garden so I can play with my favourite sport. A oh, big garden, okay, very good. Right, here. Your wishes? Um, I love to um, um, love my friends and I love to be a witch and I love to have my friends. Very good. Very good. Right. Last one. Last three wishes. Who's it going to be? James. I think enough money to pay off the mortgage. Uh, good health for my family. And West Ham to win the Premier League. You're really looking for the miraculous, aren't you? Gosh. Right. What we're going to do now, I'm going to expand on some of those wishes. I maybe branch out in a certain sort of direction. Um, the children are welcome to stay in. 
if they want to. Um, there's going to be more discussion type stuff. We're not going to have any more video clips. Um, if they don't want to, then Sally and Jamie are going to do some games with them on the backfield. So if they want to go out now, they're welcome to. And uh, perhaps as we do that, let's do the offering as well, stewards. Um, so if you're visiting, please don't be obliged. Good. I thought it would be good to think about wishes. I'm going to frame it slightly differently um, in a moment. But as we come up to a new academic year, it's good to start thinking forward. I know Avril did something on thankfulness. Was that last week? There's certainly been elements that going through, hasn't there? I've been paying full attention. Um, I, mean, I think it's good to reflect on what God's done, but it's also good to start to look forward for our expectations over the next year or so. And so I wanted to start with those three wishes, that genie idea, to start us thinking about future, think us looking forward, thinking about what we're expecting God to do over the next little while. Slightly different to just making a wish, a slightly different basis. Um, Aladdin was in a certain predicament. He worked the predicament very well. It didn't count as his first wish, I've since learned. Um, but he was stuck in a cave. And uh, there was no way that he could get out of that place. Um, and the genie was able to help him, was able to free him from the place to, where he was stuck. Um, Aladdin needed some breakthrough. And um, John spoke a few weeks ago about how our God is the God of breakthrough. And I thought Aladdin was a, a fantastic illustration of that. And so I wanted to link those things together. And so this morning what I want us to do is start looking at breakthrough. Where are we looking for God to bring breakthrough in our lives? And before we do that, I do, we're not, we haven't got worship, but I think it is very good to keep on going over what God has done. And I want to frame it in the sense of, let's just spend some time to reflect on the areas that we've seen breakthrough over the last year or so. Um, and so perhaps in slightly bigger groups this time, five or six, just have a chat about where, what particular areas where you've seen breakthrough. It might be for you, might be for a friend over the last couple of years. And then what we'll do is we'll take some feedback from those again. Um, every so often, the Israelites shared their history and they went over what God had done for them. And I think it, it never gets old when you hear people giving thanks for what God's done. And so this is another way of us worshipping and really joining with each other for where we've, we've seen breakthrough. So groups of five or six, there is a breakthrough. Right, have you been able to share some stories? I want you to think about who had the most encouraging story within your group. Who had the most encouraging story within your group? Right, who wants to share a story first? Preferably one of the groups closest to the front. Large, well done. Well, let's hear your story, Raj. Um, well, mine was like when I got baptized, because like in college I was doing so bad, they was gonna kick me out and stuff. But when I, <laughs> it's because you're all talking. <laughs> no, you have to stop talking so you can hear. Now everyone practice. Let's try again. Oh, that has got louder. Well, um, mine was last year when I got baptized. 
So like, um, I was being so bad in college, they was gonna kick me out and stuff. But then when I got baptized, I started being good and stuff. And yeah, I passed my course and stuff. Yeah. Good. Well done. That's good, right? This group. A year ago on the church holiday, um, we came back and the neighbour cut in half our hedge. It was a really nice, Burberry's deep red hedge. And uh, we were, I was very angry about it. Um, so we had this problem with our neighbours and, and so, someone, at, someone at church said um, we, we ought to be known as the man of God on the street, you know, which was a bit of a contrast well it's, it's changed now because um, God judged the man and you know he's dead now sort of a, a marker in the, in the long street of where our house was. Um, so, so it was important to several people. Um, but, you know, the poor man had a weak heart and he died. But uh, since then, although the family um, were upset that their dad had let, let them down, um, we, we've been able to get on really well with them since. And the wife comes to the neighbourhood cafe with us every Thursday morning. And uh, we're communicating with... Uh, the, the sons um, and quite friendly good, good, good. Oh, I really wonder where this is going to go here <laughs> dear me I'm sure God feels very strongly about your hedge as well not sure if quite that strongly but so the, the point being from what could have been a very contentious issue God actually brought you to a place where you could to, could support the, the family of the next door neighbour <laughs> right, are there, are there areas of breakthrough? What have we got? Okay, well done. What? What? <laughs> no, you don't, God's not done anything for you the last year. Okay, shocking. Right, you guys? Over here, good, thank you. There was a little bit summery at the moment. So, um, since having Lawrence, I've been quite concerned um, and agitated about the um, way things are at Queen's Hospital and King George's, and really feeling like I wanted to voice what I, my experience about it. So, after I complained to everybody I knew, I thought I should probably start to um, maybe put forward what I was thinking in a forum that might actually make some difference. And so... Um, I tried a couple of things. I went to a few patient forums and did that. And um, at the same time, sort of finding my feet as a mum and going from having quite a directional job and everything being quite focused to everything being a bit not so focused. Um, and, and thinking, well, what, I can, what can I do? What can I do about this hospital, this enormous 
machine. I'm, I'm not a medical professional. There's absolutely nothing I can do. And gradually, I'm just starting to see God open up little opportunities. And um, from September, I'm going to be on this committee thing of patients and nominated staff. And we're going to go around the wards and talk to the mums and record what we see and try and make a bit of a difference. And it might be, you know, a bit of a tick box exercise, but I think it's really, it can be quite exciting because I thought, what can I do? I can't do this. I can't get a job. I can't do that. I can't do this. And actually, I'm starting to see that there are new things opening up that I can do. I can do this. I can do that. And actually, it's perfect for being a mum because I wouldn't be able to do it if I wasn't. Good. That's good. So both through there is one part about the hospital, but one part also about you in terms of seeing what God's got for you for this next stage. Got anything from this group? Um, I think I've had a couple of really difficult years and battling with health and stuff and and also battling with that how that made me feel emotionally and how I kind of saw the world. Um, but I really met with God and, and also did the crossroads. And out of that, God birthed in me this um, course that I wrote, Peace Together, which we just completed the pilot of that. Um, and it's looking like it could snowball into something quite big. But I know that if I hadn't gone through those painful times, that that wouldn't even exist. So I know that it's God was working in that. Isn't it nice when we start to realise the meaning behind some of those processes that we go through, and then we can use them for helping others as well? You already know, are you? Um, I saw a lot of breakthrough in um, in Freetown, and what has been cool with with that is whenever we wanted something to happen, God will, um, and we we felt that there was no no way of bringing that up. You know, something something would happen that would expose that and we'll be able to deal with it and it's just been constant and you know since I've left George hasn't come back in the picture and the guys are just getting on with the with the work and there's almost no sign of, of him around and that's just God's breakthrough mm, that really is <laughs> that whole leadership issue could have rumbled on for years and years and being a real distraction that is an amazing um, an amazing breakthrough it means that the guys there can now do what God's given them to do rather than worry about the legalities and the leadership structure and, and, and all that infighting good right any other things? greetings um, earlier on in the year I was having trouble with believing and having trouble with faith and I told one or two individuals within Lifeline and they didn't really treat me any differently which struck me as rather odd because you know um, well Lifeline is a Christian church I thought myself to no longer be a Christian and I was being treated with the exact same love and care as I was previously Um, I came back for a uni and like came back to lifeline um just because i was told well work with it 
work through it kind of thing. And um, like the amount of love that was shown to me, it was kind of almost overwhelming. And I thought it odd that like humans on their own would be possible of showing me that much love. And I thought, well, there, there must be something to this whole faith thing because humans on their own wouldn't be capable of that. And so I refound my faith. I think that counts as a breakthrough. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's a pretty good breakthrough. The Royal Church. Any others? We go. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago, John was talking about something completely different, and then at the end, he mentioned about um, anger, your anger and resentment, and I, I, it was as if God went. <laughs> and uh, so I thought I'd respond to it. So, um, I prayed about that because usually, sort of, if um, my elderly mum frustrates me, you know, I tell God off. You know, I say, right, wait till I see you, and things like that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so someone praying with me said, um, well, when you feel like that, just ask him to help you. You know, ask him to help. So um, I... I won't go into what was going on, but so I, um, I said, well, "Lord, um, you know, I can't, I can't do anything about this, Lord. I'm, I'm really asking you for help, you know. I'm, I'm, I, you know." And then, um, well, I went back to bed. I said, "I'm going back to bed now, and I'm, I'm trusting you to help me." And anyway, peaceful night after, <laughs> after that. So, uh, so you know, I could sort of. Recommend that by <laughs> personal experience. Um, yeah, I just shared that um, I felt I'd had some sort of breakthrough in my relationship with God because uh, whereas before sometimes, you know, I'd, I would pray because I felt I had to pray, but I didn't feel at all spiritual. Um, I felt more recently that, you know, I'm sort of connecting with God, I've got my relationship with God and it's like every minute of the day almost you know, and he's sort of really, I really feel the help and support he's giving me and it's not always in like you know, the big things, I couldn't sort of say, ask for something that was unrealistic but it's just like the little things and it's more about how he affects my heart and my relationships with people um, and I was sharing with them, that, you know, with my son sometimes it's incredibly difficult because, uh, you know you know how mothers love their sons and parents but he's suffered with very serious depression for some time now and um, basically it's just in the way that God's helped me to cope with that and given me the wisdom and the gentleness um, and just the wherewithal just to cope um, and that's been amazing absolutely amazing and it's very easy in those situations to think, you know, what have I done wrong? Um, is it something I've done? You just can't help it. I know it's not, but you can't help having those feelings. So it's very easy to be overtaken by that and to be brought down by that. But what God said to me is, you know, I've put you in a place. I, I don't understand why this happens, but he's put me in a place, and the place where he's put me at school, um, he's enabled me to give so much love to the children I work with. And David and Amanda encouraged me to share this a while ago, and I just didn't sort of have the nerve to come up the front. But um, 
at least on three occasions, this is every year, particularly children I've worked with, I've had the parents sort of come up to me and say, I cannot believe the difference in my child, not just in the way they're working, just their attitude and since my child has worked with you, my child is completely different. It's like the start of a new, different child, you know. And I just felt this, somehow, God has said to me that, you know, no, I, you know, I do value you. I have given you gifts. I have, that's it, really. It's just, just being aware, suddenly being aware that God, no, God hasn't deserted me. He's not deserted me at all. He's using me all the time and usefully. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm sure God was very worried about Lorraine having those words with him. I think that's probably the only reason he answered her prayer. But I best answer now, otherwise she'll stew on this, and by the time I see her face to face, she'll give me a book for her. So, um, John took us through um, to Samuel, has been taking us through it, and uh, there's a particular part, 2 Samuel 5, um, from verse 17, I just want to read from, for you. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they went up in full force to search for him. But David heard about it, and he went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of... Thank you. Um, so, David, so David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up and attack the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord answered him, Go, for I will surely hand the Philistines over to you. So David went to Baal-perazim, and there he defeated them. He said, As waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. So that place was called Baal-perazim. The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David and his men carried them off. So that place was called Baal-perazim. As the water breaks out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. And that's our basis. When we come to look at whether it was Aladdin stuck in a cave, or the rain struggling with a, an attitude, or other people that spoke of attitude, what we want to do is come back to focus on God, who uh, give us the, the means to break out, to free us from those situations. And um, when we think of three wishes... My mind immediately goes to superpowers. Um, being fitter and stronger, certainly, than PJ. I think probably, I think if I had three wishes, rather than to be bigger than PJ, I'd just like PJ to be skinny. <laughs> and then I think that everyone could benefit from that, rather than just me. Um, but actually, looking at when we think about the wishes, when we think about our expectations over the next year, let's start to focus on where are the areas where I'm struggling on, where are the areas where God wants to bring me into a new place. And what I want to do is just use, again, perhaps in your groups, and perhaps we'll take a, a minute or two, obviously as I'm talking, you'll be reflecting, and just start to ask your God, well, what is it? For some of you, there'll be immediate things that come into your head and you think, gosh, I've been struggling with this particular area for the moment. This is where I want to see God break through in my life. For some of you, there won't be anything immediate. And you have to start to ask, oh, God, where is it that, that you want to bring a new release for me? And uh, as God starts to answer that question that you ask, that will bring a sense of faith, a sense of excitement for this next time. It might be a particular area in your life where you have a fear, um, where you 
don't like engaging in that particular part. I'm thinking about for a young person at school, a particular teacher, or perhaps a situation at work, or perhaps every time you go and see a family member, you think, oh no, I haven't got to go home and see Judy again. Or whatever it may be for you. So as you think about this, where, where is God calling me for a breakthrough? Where do I want to see a change? Think about your home situation. Think about your work or your school situation. Think about your immediate family or your wider family. Think about your friends. Think about your personal attitude. Or think about perhaps your personal um, circumstance. I put down maybe finance or healing. And let's just take a couple of minutes just to ask God what, where he wants to bring us a breakthrough in those areas. Well, we just look to you, Father. We thank you for the, the breakthrough that you have brought for us as a body, Father. Well, the work that you continue to do with us. And Lord, we pray that you would start to give us a sense of what you've got for us over this next season, Father. Lord, the next level of breakthrough for us, Father. Lord, I pray you'd start to point to things in our lives and show us where that freedom needs to come, Father. Okay, I want to use those groups again, and I just want you to reflect upon upon this this idea. And it is good when we talk about these things, because sometimes someone will say something, and they think, oh yeah. That's good, and it'll kind of spark you, whether you steal their idea, or whether it sparks you to a new kind of thinking strain. See, God doesn't want us to be confined by our circumstances. He doesn't want us to be encaved or enslaved. He wants us to be free. And so, when I started to think about this whole area of wishes, of vision, um, of expectation... I think what we have to come to first is what, what's God say? There's got to be a sense of hearing God because our faith comes from hearing him. It plants something in us. It plants a seed, a thought that it might be possible. Something may be different. And so let's just use the last 15 minutes or so in your groups just to share what different people have. You might find someone's got something immediately and others don't. In which case, then take some time to pray for that person and see what God says to you. Share what God says to you. There's a, you know, you're doing it within a group, so we can all kind of weigh together. Um, and then perhaps talk to the next person. Maybe then someone else will have something that comes into their mind. Um, and we'll use the next 15 minutes to do that. Does that make sense? Good. Step two. Okay. Let me just pause you. I'm pausing you a little bit earlier than I said I would. Um, but what I want to do, if some of the groups are in the middle of prayer, then when I finish you can you know, continue that. Um, other groups may be a little bit more distracted with the children coming back in. But if you've touched on things that you do want to get prayer for, then do feel free to come up and uh, there'll be people here that can pray for you. And so I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, but if your group is in mid-prayer, please do continue. And if you want prayer um, in addition to what you've done or you couldn't get to it within your group, then feel free to come up and people will pray for you. Thank you very much. <laughs>